0: insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go.
1: Welcome everyone to week 28 of 2022. Pam Kuchanel and Susie Mazzoli here for you with Active Life. Pam's going to let us know all about the week of July the 11th,
0: and I'll be back soon. Hello, July the 11th. And so we have a bit to talk about. We start off, <clears throat> the moon is in the sign of Sagittarius, a fire sign, mutable, so... This is a lot of firecracker energy, and it will be booking. Last week, I talked about on Monday how certain ones of us who have uh, challenges with a Venus-Moon configuration in our horoscope may feel when that happens in the sky more acutely than others the thing to keep in mind with this though is that it is a fast-moving transit and that's why I think it's helpful to know when it's going to come about because what happens is that we can be in a discussion with a friend or a spouse or someone in our life, and feel that we're not being heard or not getting the uh, combination of what we need and want out of a situation. And when we're aware that this is passing, like clouds in the sky, we... Can often just not let it mushroom. It's like, oh, okay, that's going to come up today. Let me just be aware of it and not get into anything with my mother <laughs> or whoever may trigger certain points or pieces. <clears throat> uh, and we can't, we're not always in control of it. Sometimes it may just come over you, uh, like using the reference of mother in my case, whose mother is gone, I might suddenly get some sort of sense, memory, or uh, feel myself in a situation that is reminiscent of something that I learned or got into the habit of that isn't directly related to that person, but conjures up how the child in me learn to deal or cope with situations. The ideal always is that the more conscious we become of this, the more aware we can be. And if we want to change responses, we can. So with the moon in the sign of Sagittarius, it is a day of knowledge, perhaps, because Sag is the... The perpetual student, always learning, always exploring, always seeking, always uh, wanting to gather a little more energy to see what's uh, beyond that hill, whether we do it metaphorically or actually or physically doing it. So this can be a very active day for many of us, a day where we're stimulated, engaged, where we're seeking, where we're doing what we want to do to discover what it is that we're looking for or aiming for. That being said, it also is a day that as we get towards, um, as I mentioned earlier, as we get towards afternoon into early evening, we can feel a bit of this emotional conflict or be encountering someone who is. Um, Just an example is, well, why do we always eat at the restaurant you want to eat at? (laughs) And so we get to decide, you know, how are we going to respond to that? What does that feel like, Uh, especially if that isn't true? (laughs) And once we pass through that and ideally have perspective with it, then as the evening progresses, there can be a sense of feeling like, oh, too much is going on. I need to quiet down. So if you find yourself in a very social situation or there's a lot of demands on you or a lot going on, please understand that the best antidote for this evening is to give yourself quiet, reflective time because otherwise the confusion or the inability to really see clearly can mount. The moon goes void, of course, at 9.42 p.m., And when it's void, uh, in general, wherever the moon is traveling, the best thing to do is to not initiate something, uh, put things in order, or relax, or work with something you're already in the middle of doing. Uh, Because I the times I give her Eastern time, and this is in the late evening, it's really an ideal time to just start to rest, unless you work or do things at night. The moon enters Capricorn at 5.01 a.m. on the 12th. And once it's in the sign of Capricorn, we have a couple of days that are just booking to get it done. Uh, We are aiming to accomplish and put to bed certain tasks or activities that we've been working on. Doesn't mean you're going to necessarily complete something that's a huge tome or something that you've been still requires a, a six months, a year was work or more, but it does mean that you can make headway and really come to a point of, you know, I've passed this threshold. We are aiming towards that full moon that happens on the 13th with the moon in Capricorn on the 12th on Tuesday we may uh, have to put certain things aside. The realization of this can come up throughout the day where, oh, look at this, or how about that, or what do you think of this idea, or why don't we go here? And really the most important thing is to be clear on your priority and what you want to accomplish and make happen, especially over the next 24 hours. So to be distracted is not what you want to do. You may jot something down if it's something you want to attend to later or put it on your calendar for later in the month or the week. But um, right now, focus on the most important tasks and you will get them done and you will be glad. On the 13th, the moon is full. The exact uh, time is 2:38 p.m. It's full at 21 Capricorn, 21 minutes. And this is strong because it is the full moon is very close, or what we call in orb, to where Pluto is in late degree Capricorn. It's also sextile to Neptune. So Pluto is about irrevocable transformation. <laughs> and Neptune is about recognizing how we're connected in the universal unconscious. Now, obviously, if you work with both these energies in a very positive light, wow, power is really, really strong. However... Um, It's a natural proclivity for a lot of people to fight that or not work with it because um, they want to control it or they're resistant to feeling connections, whatever the piece may be. I think in the morning, for those of us who work through whatever resistance may be stirred up or uh, happening within us, Especially some of us may feel old wounds, um, a sense of not being heard, a a frustration of uh, not being seen for who we are. Here's the thing. Sometimes it is appropriate and possible to articulate, educate, or Um, come to terms or make connections with someone or something that just hasn't recognized who we are or what it is that needs to be said and sometimes it's impossible the person will never hear the person is not available to us the situation is over And uh, not going to ever come to the resolution that you may want. And so the lessons at this point in time can be... I release from the need to be recognized or seen in this way. Because the most important thing is I recognize, I know, and I am not necessarily okay with that, (laughs) but I understand that to not come to terms with the impossibility of being seen, recognized, or valued by the other party or situation is not going to happen. And once I release the need for that to occur, I'm free from the influence that that has on me. Because part of the influence comes from self. We allow that to happen. We allow someone else to label, judge, determine who we are. And when we're able to liberate ourselves from that um, perception, which isn't ours, because it is ours as long as we require or need the other, whatever it is, the entity, the person, the situation. As long as we require their perception to be the perception we have of ourselves or our situation, then we are locked in a battle. So, (laughs) enough abstractions. That full moon that happens on Wednesday the 13th, where the Capricorn moon is lit by the Cancer sun, that can infuse us with a sense of being responsible for our own destiny and emotions, for creating within us our own sense of family and how we are loved and where we find sanctuary. So that we have a sense of autonomy even though we're part of the collective and we are not bound by the negative perceptions of the collective that influence the course of what we're able to do. So we take responsibility for our own lives. We stand within our integrity of what we know to be true. And we love ourselves for who we are without requiring the other, the entity, the situation to love us in the same way. So the moon goes void, of course, at, oh, 12, a.m. on Thursday, the 14th. So that's just after midnight on Wednesday, the 13th. Now, one more thing I want to say about these couple of days with that Capricorn moon that I know I <laughs> I waxed very profound on it, but... It's because it's a very powerful energy. And the other thing I want to say is anything that maybe you hadn't gotten to initiate or begin over this lunar cycle, get in under the, get in under the the radar or the line on uh uh, on Tuesday or Wednesday because even if it's just that you jot down I am in the process of or I create or I call in whatever it is if you haven't been able to do it you are creating an acknowledgement that you have begun the process and you will it's just it didn't get initiated in the way you might have thought, intended, or hoped in the past couple of weeks. But that doesn't mean you don't mark it, recognize it, and give it some form of intention. So on the 14th, the moon goes into the sign of Aquarius at... 4.13 a.m. Now, this ideally can be a very fun day, a day when you can make a lot of the connections. Um, You can initiate if you choose, even though we're in the waning moon cycle. I mean, sometimes things happen when they happen. You know, it's like we... We try to make them happen, you know, with all the perfect aspects astrologically, but that's not how life works sometimes. Babies get born, um, the the plane takes off, stuff happens when it happens. The house gets sold, the business gets contracted. All this stuff has a has an intelligence, a life of its own, and so the the best we can do is be aware, oh, okay, I, I, finally, I finally met that person in the waning moon cycle, but wow, look at the day. It's so strong in so many ways. Now, the one caveat of this day is there's a, a picture in the sky between moon and Mars that means some people are going to have like high octave tempers, today especially when we get midday into mid-afternoon they can also just be go 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 and that's not necessarily bad you just don't want to like increase a tantrum or escalate something that doesn't need to be escalated once we get past midday then everything is just in a really nice groove of connect the dots uh, meet the right person flow 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 this is especially keen for people who have a strong air or fire in their horoscope <clears throat> Friday the 15th another really excellent day in my opinion. <clears throat> The thing to be aware of is there's a picture between moon and Uranus in the morning. And always what I mention with this is be aware where you are in space moving around when we've got Uranus in the picture, because uh, people are wor- are acting on impulse and not everybody is paying attention to where they are in the physical realm. So, Um, people trip they knock into walls they um they don't notice something they should have noticed uh driving they aren't paying as much attention as they should be so just be on hyper alert especially in the morning once we get past um early morning into mid-morning this is moved and now we're more on real like focus um things are just booking along uh, stuff is happening and we can, as I said, make rock solid connections. If you're working with the people who are going to show up, then they will show up and a lot is going to happen and get done. Um, Especially the, the window of time that's especially in the really good juice is as of about 6.30 in the evening uh, uh, as we go through the rest of the evening. So this is when uh, the connections and how people are uh, putting things together are just really, really strong. And it it doesn't matter if it's somebody new or someone you've been working with a long time. It's um, It is... It's like when people come together and they just harmonize really beautifully. That's what we have in front of us on Friday evening. So Saturday the 16th, the moon goes void, of course, at 12.36 a.m., just after midnight the night before, and it enters Pisces at 4.18 a.m. And when it's in the sign of Pisces, we're still in very good juice for this weekend. It's, it's highly therapeutic, highly creative. Um, I'm back to the word harmony, just I, I just I think this is going to be a great weekend. just very loving, romantic connections, uh, harmon- harmonious connections creative juice just on a really high octave and this goes through so enjoy music s- dance culture art oh fabuloso and then sunday the 17th also really good day for all of the above um just wonderful for meditation you i mean it can be it can be one of those days where you feel like you've just you're in a group setting where everybody is in a certain space and you just are with this huge sense of connectivity and ideally peace. So it's a beautiful day. Um, yeah. So uh, the only other thing I'll add is that that Pisces moon runs through the wee hours of the next day, the 17th. So um, if you're out and about or staying up late, it's just lovely, lovely, loving juice. And uh, as my cat joins in the chorus, and that is pretty much how I look at this, this week, that you can actualize and realize intention of that full moon in Capricorn, and it can continue... To give, give, give as we go over the early days of the waning moon cycle. And now I turn it over to Susie.
1: <laughs> Thank you, uh, Lola, as well. I think
0: <laughs> yeah, she has a lot to say
1: today. Thank you, Lola. She's sending me happiness. So let's begin our meditation. And I would just like to begin with a quote from the Dalai Lama. For real happiness, a warm heart is more important than a brilliant mind. Remember that your best, most reliable friend is your own intelligence and your own warm-heartedness. Let this be your guide to a happy life. So happiness, as we all know, comes from within. So let's bring all of our attention now and you can just visualise yourself perhaps even like an octopus whose tentacles are all out in the world, thinking about the future, thinking about the past, making plans, organizing doing all of your busy, busy stuff, and just visualize all of those arms and legs and tentacles and thoughts and protocols. Visualize all of that energy coming back, back into the center of you. Don't worry. You can send them all out again in a few minutes, but just for 10 minutes. Let's contain, bring in everything, all of the fragments all of the scattered energy, all of the planning, all of the things behind us, bring it all back together and just take a moment to collect like you're in the supermarket and you're zooming around with your shopping cart and you're just collecting all the bits and pieces of yourself Collecting all of your energy back into center and visualize that you're collecting all of this back into the center
2: of your heart. Everything's coming back into the heart center, all the energy back into the heart center. And as we collect it all, visualize that ball of energy at
1: your heart center, a ball of vibrant green light. And let's make it a big ball, not like a little ping pong ball, but make it a big ball, like a giant basketball
2: that's at the center of your being. And visualise beautiful,
1: vibrant green light, the green light of
2: a forest, fresh green leaves. And visualise that light now inside
1: that ball. And it's like the sun. It's radiating this green light to all parts of your being, to your thoughts, to your feelings, to the physical cells of your body, deep, deep, deep into your DNA. The coding of your body, the blueprint of your body. Visualize this green light going into all of the telomeres and bringing life vibrancy, radiance, pure health. If you're having any physical health problems, especially bring that light into the DNA so that the code, not just the outer layers, not like we're putting cream on the sore bits, but from the very deep inside, from the coding information that creates your body send this vibrant green light of life, of health, of compassionate heart energy into every single cell of your body, allowing every single cell
2: to be completely recalibrated to pure and vital health. If you're struggling with emotions or mind symptoms,
1: feeling unworthy or feeling unloved, send this green light into all of your brain so that every thought vibrates with this exquisite quality of self-awareness,
2: self-love, self-command, and then feel all
1: across your body perhaps a tingling, a
2: rejuvenation, an inner peace, an inner calmness. And as you feel that, knowing that all of the body is in your command, how you feel, how you are, irrespective of the outside world, you are in command. And feel inside that beautiful green ball of light, compassion. Compassion for yourself. Compassion. For others around you, compassion for situations and conditions, compassion for the planet, and visualize now this beautiful
1: green light which. Your whole body now is glowing with this green light, which is now stimulating all of the right conditions in your body for perfect
2: physical, emotional and mental health and spiritual well-being.
1: And that you are able to overcome all obstacles
2: and able to achieve happiness. And now, no matter where you're sitting, where you are, just visualize the
1: space that you're in now is being filled also with this delicious, green, vibrant light, and it's filling up the space that you're in and filling that space that you're in
2: too with compassion, with awareness, and you are sharing that. You are creating that frequency from your heart center and you're sharing it with others. And as we do that now, visualize that green light reaching out to all of the beings around you. Visualise it going to the family members and friends and then to all beings everywhere and visualise all of our earth, of our planet, all of the beings. Visualise the anger, the hatred, the fear dissolving
1: transmuting into compassion and love and patience
2: and peace and understanding for the highest good of all beings everywhere. And as you're ready, gently open your eyes. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Thank you, Pam. Have a wonderful week, and
1: we'll see you next week. Love now.
0: You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life, regardless We look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.